0: Hello and welcome everyone to the comic multiverse where the worlds of nerd me and I'm really shattering it up this week Matt I'm trying a different <laughs> inflection that's what you got to do 200 plus episodes in to keep it fresh and keep it interesting
1: <laughs> and two, 210 episodes in yeah
0: is it really too oh yeah I guess I gave you the wrong one there when I said 209 oops oh well <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you're on the fucking ball Matt <laughs> one of us has to be uh so how's your week been
1: hmm pretty good pretty good pretty slow pretty slow that's good
0: yeah mine's fine you know coming off canadian thanksgiving and everything that was pretty <laughs> nice i made a soup this week that was pretty good
1: what kind what kind of soup
0: uh turkey of course with uh, all the leftover nice. uh, all the leftover goodies you know boiled the bones for broth that was pretty nice that uh, that was a good distraction as time continues to tick <laughs> on and on yeah, and ha- al-
1: well, almost through o- october already i, like, I look at can the date and it's the 19th
0: can you fucking believe that that time is moving relatively fast but also incredibly slow at the same time
1: it it's so strange it's so strange to have like a whole year just like just like taking on
0: <laughs> just take it for real man just,
1: just uh, taking a break
0: I, <laughs> you know i i feel really bad for the kids who like are like looking forward to halloween it's like are they going to be able to trick-or-treat this year probably fucking not
1: no no oh i I imagine some places might be able to but yeah a lot of places won't be able to
0: that is man imagine having to break that to your kid you can't fucking trick-or-treat junior because the big rona might get you that's the real (laughs) horror big rona You know what I would do if uh, if I had any sort of uh, official power, I would repurpose a bunch of those T-shirt guns and I would turn them into candy shooting and guns just shoot and shoot candy
1: at children. Yeah, just sh-
0: exactly. Again, you make it like a real life Space Invaders. Like they got to stand outside the parking lot or like on the street, or whatever. And you you got to <laughs> aim the big candy gun at the children and they'll like try and get the candy and everything. That way you social distance. And you know, obviously, you got your mask and your gloves when you pack the candy in. But yeah, that's that's how we'll save how halloween 2020 by shooting kids with candy guns <laughs> again for those who want to uh, you know uh sign on to my candy gun initiative well shit i guess it's too late now for r&d fuck i should have started this several months
1: ago <laughs> i'll just buy a t-shirt gun and just like load it with candy there you go or but it's gonna be kind like of- shit candy as well like all, yeah, the, all like- the all the candy everyone hates
0: oh like those bad caramels that are like in the orange wax paper yeah. god i hate those <laughs> you know what you got to do we got to have like uh like a what is it maybe like some sort of makeshift catapult or you know because not everyone's going to be able to afford the catapult candy slingshots just candy corns <laughs> and slingshots of <at> the children <laughs> Locks with socks but they're filled with tootsie rolls
1: <laughs> that would actually probably hurt <laughs>
0: Yeah, probably. Oh, geez, Billy, where'd you get that black eye? Tootsie roll sock? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a fuck of a thing. But you know, I'm hoping everyone else out there in the comic multiverse universe is uh, doing all right in these times. And hopefully, I'm assuming we have young fans too. Hopefully, your trick or treating didn't get too busted up this year.
1: Hopefully, yeah. I've seen some people like like carving their uh, their pumpkins and like getting ready and whatnot. Mm. So maybe there are places that are allowing it maybe it's That's only certain thing. neighborhoods and suburbs and stuff
0: new zealand probably new zealand they uh, halloween just for new zealand this year <laughs> i don't
1: know whether they celebrate halloween they might be like us where we don't trick-or-treat or anything don't really That's celebrate true. halloween
0: Yeah, that's right. I forgot about the cultural differences there. Well, geez, now I have to get the adorable image in out of my mind of big Maori dudes with scary prison tattoos. (laughs) Trick or treat,
1: please,
0: (laughs) with their adorable sing-song voices, despite the fact that they all look like savage killers. hey man <laughs> again they're they all sound like taiko watiti <laughs> yes yes <laughs> that's that's literally the joke for korg in uh thor ragnarok where he's like well hey well how did you know to give the big rock guy such a light friendly voice and he's like oh it was me just talking about all the maori bouncers <laughs> yeah he's I just a maori bouncer <laughs> yeah it's all he is <laughs> uh ma'am that's uh that's some good shit there. So uh yeah, believe it or not, we actually do have a fair amount of comic book news this week, everyone, and I get the feeling that I'll probably pick out uh a good portion of the show. So should we get to it, Matt?
1: Let's get to it.
0: Uh, let's get to it then so the first story we have this week i sent it to matt but i don't have it right in front of me because that is how my mind has
1: deteriorated
0: in the last little bit but uh okay a a piece of news that i was not expecting but something that made people very very happy this week and for obvious reason uh michael b jordan apparently is going to be producing the upcoming static shock movie the one that uh, we had heard at the uh, milestone conference back Mm -hmm. during fandom
1: yeah yeah the, as i as i as i said uh this is going to be the the one to add to the, the the growing list of dc films that they've announced and have yet yeah. to even do anything with
0: you, you know normally i would totally be there right with you but michael b jordan's kind of at that point in his hollywood career that like if he's attached It might actually fucking happen now, is the thing, because the dude has proved to be a box office draw. And this is part of a bigger effort of like a new production company he's put together uh, that he says is, you know, all about trying to empower and shine the spotlight on black heroes uh in kind of like their own universe which i'm like well own universe so does that mean this static thing will not be part of the dc universe because again if so that means it might actually get done (laughs) that's true. of all that other shit
1: that's true yeah well i imagine they'll probably just do like the milestone universe and it'll be like 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 a sub universe of of dc Mm. it'll still be a dc film but it won't be it'll be just milestone
0: now uh what is it reginald hudlin is still attached to it he's going to be writing it but uh jordan and his production company will be producing it so uh i no, didn't didn't get rid of hudlin that easy He's uh, got his hooks into this project and he ain't leaving
1: <laughs> it'll be cool if 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 they do end up doing this and we get like that universe that uh michael ends up playing icon
0: oh that'd be fun because yeah, there was, was
1: there was rumors of him playing like like the black superman that, that yes. could have been what they were talking about
0: that would be really awesome because yeah it's like when you hear michael b jordan in static your mind instantly goes to oh well he can play him right then it's like oh yeah i guess he is a little too old for the part mm-hmm. shit like Five years ago, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like now, he's just kind of hit that point. Now it's lucky that Hollywood is, you know, filled with really great young black actors who I'm sure could make a, a great static. But uh, yeah, man, him as icon that'd be really cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who
0: uh, who would we want to cast as uh, as our young static there? Because you know, it has to be cool, but he also has to kind of have that nerdy side to him too. Because Virgil Hawkins is a total Dweebenheimer
1: um hmm how's
0: uh how's that kid from stranger things growing up
1: yeah yeah he old i imagine he's he's probably pretty old he's probably pretty he's probably around the right age i'm gonna have a look
0: you would think so again you want to cast young you want to cast peter parker young so you can hopefully make a bunch of these movies
1: he's he's 19 so he's right in that
0: and somewhere I'm sure Jaden Smith is holding up his hand, being like, me, 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 Jaden, you had your chance, sit down. <laughs> but I got my own white Batman suit. It's a different thing, Jaden, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, again, I'm sure like five years ago, they totally would have cast him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, people saying, too, that there's actually some really good, really convincing uh, static shock fan films out there, too.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: I mean, every superhero has their own fantasy. I'll have to check out the static ones. That sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so this is uh, all-around good news. It's fun to see uh, Milestone come back in such a big way. We're going to be getting those comics soon. And we're going to be getting this. Actually, it's interesting. In the interview write-up they did, uh, Michael B. Jordan is like, yeah, it's a great idea. Da-da-da, my new production company. Uh, Reginald Hudlin is writing it. And he's writing a new digital DC series where I'm like, wait, wait, did Michael B. Jordan just say that Milestone is just going to be digital now?
1: Either that or he got confused. Mm, and just everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just, thought, oh, he's writing it. something for him. I mean, saying that, I wouldn't. Put it past them because did was that milestone z- uh, zero that milestone returns zero was that digital only or did that get a printed version?
0: It ended up being a free digital version mm-hmm. for everybody. I wonder if they were going to free comic book day it up or something. But yeah, mm-hmm. now I have my own questions. Where I'm like, wait, 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 you're bringing milestone back, but it's not going to be in stores now. Admittedly, digital is the way of the future. Not everything Mm -hmm. needs to be in stores. If it is digital, there's a good chance it could actually get in front of more people. But still, at the same time, I want to be able to go to a store, goddamn hopefully, in the next little (laughs) bit when it's safe and be able to say, hey, I got the new static number one. I got the new hardware, the new whatever Mm -hmm. in a store. Isn't this cool? I'm feeling like I did way back when when I got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, but as you said, yeah, digital is kind of the way of the future. And I mean, if it's if it's anything like those DC digital first books that are still being put out, yes, um, yes they are. Like I could see it being very big because they were insanely popular.
0: They were, I know. Yeah, apparently that was one of the big reasons why you know DC is completely changing their approach now and why they're going to be moving more to digital Mm -hmm. in the future. And again it's a good thing they are i just you know wish it didn't take the end of the fucking world to make them do it (laughs) so that's something but yeah hey get get hyped everyone for this static thing because it might actually happen for real now
1: hopefully and yeah as i said hopefully it leads to like icon and hardware and all those characters coming back
0: Oh, it's so ripe for an interconnected universe because it yeah. always was an interconnective universe. In fact, hey, that's that's your post-credits scene right there. Uh, what is that? Icon and Rocket are watching TV and they see Static on. It's like, hmm, we should put a team together. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Uh, all right, what else do we Got going on here. Uh hey, so kind of connected to this whole new DC thing, young black heroes and everything. Uh, John Ridley, a guy who obviously we've been talking about a lot because he's going to be writing Batman. Well, it was announced this week. Uh, come January. He's also going to be crossing the aisle to Marvel, and he's got a Wolverine story he's going to be working on as part of a bigger Wolverine anthology: Black, White, and Blood is blood.
1: Nice, nice. I wonder if this is similar to like what that like what Jeff flove did with like captain america where it's like the yeah. the white and the blue and whatnot and
0: yeah captain america white uh spider-man, Spider-Man. uh yeah. blue da- cetera, daredevil
1: i think was one wasn't it
0: daredevil yellow yeah, yeah. and like hulk gray i think was the other one yeah the the, the color trilogy the color series
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> zeke asking a very funny question will hot claws return yeah what a, what about hot yeah, claws, what the man?
1: hell happened with that i was thinking that the other day when i was reading the wolverine books I'm like, where did that go
0: Didn't go anywhere. It's like he's back. He's got the hot claws. It's the new big thing. And then Hickman came in, and apparently a lot of what writers were working on just kind of got thrown away.
1: (laughs) Maybe we'll we'll find like another Wolverine has that or something. uh there you go. One
0: one of the backups. One of the maybe Jason
1: Aaron will do something in that coming Phoenix Rising storyline.
0: Potentially. Well, apparently, if you want to know what hot claws are, you got to ask fucking Charles Soule. Let's get Charles Soule drunk and ask him. All the more reason I don't think we'll ever know where Hot Claws is, because Charles Soule isn't writing superhero comics anymore. He's all in on Star Wars now.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's headlining all their new stuff.
0: Yeah, what a, what an interesting career path for that, man. From being a lawyer to being a comic book writer <laughs> in the realm of superheroes to being a writer almost solely of Star Wars now.
1: <laughs> living the dream.
0: <laughs> Tell me about it. Living, living the fucking dream but yeah that's that'll forever be one of the great unfit well i say great but that's debatable unfinished stories where where did the hot claws go
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing and it was linked to like him coming back from the dead and everything yeah yeah
0: look hey maybe we gotta ask john ripley right now hey will the hot claws be answered <laughs> in your story? are you are you the one are you the hot claw man <laughs> for the love of god don't do that the man's like a freaking oscar winner and everything don't do that
1: oh he'd probably go what the fuck are you talking about
0: yeah with the fucker hot claws get (laughs) out of here kids get off my lawn (laughs) you damn kids with your hot pants and your hot claws (laughs) freaking hot claws but yeah that's interesting that a dude who basically just started writing comics gets to write both uh wolverine and batman in more or less the same year and uh i i, I know i kind of took some shots at him earlier on but not really so much for him but just from that idea that you can come in from another industry mm-hmm. and be given the toppest characters in comics but you know what i read his batwing story and fuck it, it was really good, good. pretty good pretty fucking good so shut me the fuck up <laughs> never never let it be said that joel doesn't give people a chance <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he shut me right up, and uh, don't worry, we'll be talking about more about him and about his Batman project later on, but uh, hey, we got some movie-slash-TV-adjacent news here, and it's actually a retraction of a story from before, but uh, uh, Tatiana Masolini, uh who we had all believed was cast as she hulk uh for the upcoming disney plus series and everything turns out she's not turns out she came out months after the fact and said that was just a rumor to her i'm like jesus christ you were slow on the draw here lady
1: well, she says that but then like we've got mark ruffalo we've got the series writers and directors and all of that people who would know say like congratulating her that she got the role so is this just her being like coy and being just like really slow on the draw <laughs>
0: Maybe was she, like, off social media for a bit and didn't see? Is this, like, everyone buying into the press and everything? Also, hey, thank you, uh, Bob72. appreciated that. Thank you. Or or is this, like, some sort of holdout thing where it's like, oh, well, it hasn't been confirmed yet because I want more money?
1: Yeah, it's very strange. It's very Very, strange.
0: Because, like, or is this, like, one of those things, too, where it's like, did she actually do a very smart thing and do, like, okay, they put me in the news with it. No, I'm not cast, but I'm gonna let them think they are for the next couple of weeks,
1: because this is really good fucking press i uh, yeah it, it it kind of feels like that um oh who they cast who who have they cast quote unquote as Kate Bishop It was that uh, oh Haley Steinfeld, yeah, where she said she kind of did sort of the same thing where people were saying that she was cast, but then she wasn't because she was holding out for more money or read a deal or something. And now that is also sort of like up in the air about is she Kate Bishop Mm. or is she not?
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's like that show had its own problems too with like, is Renner going to be ready to go? Will people (laughs) forget about the Renner scandal and everything? But yeah, this is weird. Cause yeah, you're right. In that situation, the rumor turned out to be 100% true. And here she's saying, no, it's not true. It's just a rumor. It's very weird.
1: Yeah, it's, and yeah, as you said, come out like weeks after it was announced yeah it's it seems like, wouldn't you weird. wouldn't you do it on the same day or the day after
0: <laughs> yeah or is this one of those situations where it's like okay you're rumored all the news sites are running with it you're letting it do it and then like your people talk to disney it's like okay i'll do it and they're like but we had someone else in mind though <laughs> which would be really fucking hurtful and also too it, it, it kind of matches a theme that had developed here you know they got uh, that guy from kim's convenience uh simu lu mm-hmm. to be shang chi canadian and then they got that girl from Markham, an hour from where I am, to be Miss Marvel. It makes sense that they would cast another Canadian actress. <laughs> she she breaks the trend. I really hope she is, because I was really enjoying getting to feel superior for a minute as a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> if this turns out to not be true, it'll be a major kick in my ball. <laughs> and I just can't have that right now, Matt. <laughs> Uh, i guess more development on this story as it develops
1: i guess so yeah we'll, we'll we'll find out soon enough
0: also too if she's not cast in this that means uh we're not that much close to finding out who's going to be moon knight
1: no maybe not
0: yeah uh, who knows who can say for sure uh, all right, what else we got going on here? Oh, of course, the big news from this week, the thing that everyone has been waiting for, uh, the solicitations for January for DC, surprisingly, gave us the complete rundown on Future State. Just a couple of weeks ago, we were making fun of Future State. What is it? What could it mean? I guess we won't know. Well, now we know. They actually dropped a bunch of information on it all at once.
1: Yeah, so we finally learned what um 5G is. <laughs> I'm so glad we had
0: the same thing, Matt, where people were basically saying to us where it's like, oh, you know, I wasn't interested
1: in 5G, but this looks really cool. It's the same thing. It is. It's the exact same thing.
0: It's just running for two months, and they may have changed a couple things here and there, but guys, you you just don't stop a big rollout. Like 5G, those books were already done. They just knew people hated the name 5G, so they changed it. (laughs) That's all that happened. And it's worked
1: because people, uh, for the most part, from what I've seen um, commenting on it, are pretty excited on it.
0: You know what this instantly reminded me of? It reminded me of that bit in The Simpsons where it's like, no, no, it's still the same Malibu Stacy that she always was. She just has a new hat. She yeah, a new but hat. She- <laughs> yeah, but she has a new hat. That's literally what Future State is. It's 5G with a new hat is all it is.
1: <laughs> it is. It is.
0: <laughs> now, that's still not to say that it might not be bad. I was one of the few other people where it's like, oh, you know, 5G, let's fucking see where it goes. The only difference is, is that it's not going to be a full-on crisis because they're like, no no we're gonna do this for two months we're gonna do the age of apocalypse thing and then we're just gonna come back to business as usual and i'm like but didn't you guys do that with convergence and wasn't that actually a really bad idea
1: yeah well the the thing that really interests me about this is the the talent behind it because usually with that convergence and all those things they always they never focus on the books it's always like we got fucking jim lee to draw this one panel and we got you know jeff johns on this book and all that sort of stuff it was always that about that but this time it's the opposite where it's about yeah. the stories and everything and like because you look at the um the people who are writing everything and there's a few known names in there but there's people in there i'm like i've never heard of this person it's, i don't, they're writing superman and yeah all that sort of very- stuff
0: It's very interesting the tact they took with it because it's uh, either unknowns or up and comers Mm -hmm. in big, big titles, which they would probably never give them the chance Mm -hmm. to helm on a monthly basis, as well as people from television and movies Mm -hmm. and the cartoons, Mm -hmm. which makes me think, well, wait, if they're all working on this what are your james tynans and scott snyder's and everyone else working on oh they're probably working on the next thing this is a stopgap until they can work on the real crisis or the real thing they want to do next
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: which is a hell of a thing because again convergence was a two-month stopgap when they moved remember when they moved from new yep. york to la and they yeah, and then needed we got, something like dcu
1: after and all that bullshit
0: which, hey, I, 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 GCU gave me prez, man. I'll never be fully mad at it. <laughs> but yeah, let's, uh, let's look at some of the titles we got going on here. We got The Next Batman. No, really, that's the title, not Batman. It's The Next Batman, mm-hmm. which is going to be written by John Ridley. So this is going to be his uh, Luke Fox story, the much-touted Luke Fox story. It's going to be four issues. And here's another thing, too these books just aren't the books on mm-hmm. their own there's the headline title and then there's like two other things they have in there that they were working on
1: there's actually four and for a total I think of five if which five a- stories per issue
0: Wow which again for those thinking that this wasn't supposed to be some big new line wide thing that they're literally just stuffing it all like we gotta get it out we already paid for it. <laughs> gotta get it out there but uh what, what's interesting too about uh the next batman and i'm sure you'll agree to obviously you and i know it's luke fox everyone who's paying attention knows that it's luke fox and this is going to be a brand new black batman story from like a major black creator and everything mm-hmm. his costume is completely all covering so you can't tell his race
1: Mm-hmm. what well, and as well i think that actually factors into the story because the story oh, yeah, behind 100%. it all is um uh, something called the magistrate which might actually be tied into this week's detective comics maybe um, yes a
0: private military corporation that's uh, taken over security for gotham now
1: yeah and they've banned all vigilantes and mask wearing heroes and whatnot and apparently bruce wayne is dead um and well, we so, know he's not <laughs> yeah we know he's not but the city doesn't um so i'm guessing maybe the city learns that batman is bruce wayne and this is their like they a uh, batman appears and he's fully covered so they think it's still bruce mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense, and also too, I'm sure DC knows full well uh, from watching Disney and Marvel and how you know how how well your average internet dwelling nerd took the fact that there's a Black Stormtrooper. I'm sure if they saw a black face in the Batman suit, oh, how uh, oh pissy I've, Twitter would get. I've through. already
1: had comments like that. I had a comment just last night on my Detective Comics book which said Batman can only be a white man. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> okay you you go back to your rally now you leave the internet (laughs) the costume is actually pretty cool though i actually
1: i really love that they've gone for the yellow s uh the yellow um bat symbol i i like that there's a bat symbol again bringing back to that whole thing where it's meant to be a target take 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 uh take it off his face sort of thing
0: it's very slick uh so yeah we got the next batman but we also have uh harley quinn she's getting a series too written by stephanie phillips again who i haven't heard of but uh, again it's anarchist harley being anarchist harley there she looks more like tank girl than ever
1: stephanie phillips she just wrote uh just this week she wrote a superman issue for that superman man of tomorrow and it was wonderful so i'm very, very i'm actually looking forward to that harley quinn book
0: sweet is she funny
1: yes yes very funny and very like wholesome
0: well all right there you go you sold me on that one then we have future state dark detective which i'm assuming is taking the place of uh detective comics and we have batman dressed in even more paramilitary garb minus a cape
1: yeah he's very very uh like yeah tactical looking batman very cool helmet i like the helmet it's kind of reminds me of like captain america
0: a little bit apparently too there's going to be a grifter story in this one too Mm -hmm. apparently much like future's end we're going hard in grifter now let's roll the dice on grifter it's
1: it's not called grifter it's called grifters and it's written by matthew rosenberg
0: oh shit for real i wonder yeah grifters which i'm guessing it's a team now all right fair enough (laughs) everyone gets
1: red red face masks (laughs) (laughs)
0: everyone gets a mask even you and uh this is going to be written by uh Canada's own uh Mariko Tamaki who of course is uh writing in the x-men uh line right now I do Mm -hmm. believe yes that's her right yes okay cool I was confused there for a second uh yeah I've always liked her work and I think it's super cool that they're throwing her on the big Batman book yeah i don't think we've had a prominent lady writing batman like month to month and forever and hopefully this is like you know uh something to come because i uh keep saying uh, kelly sue DeConnick should totally get to write detective yes yes now a very interesting one too that people were talking about future state robin eternal number one a i like they're bringing back the eternal thing i like batman and batman and robin <laughs> eternal Mm -hmm. and uh hey you get a whole book about tim drake everyone and again all it took was a complete (laughs) shakeup of everything (laughs) but you're getting it so there you go and also the fact too that yeah he is very much robin now he's still owning that name and it looks like no one else has it right now
1: no 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 one else is going to be using that name and and rightly so
0: (laughs) yeah and the fact that they're saying in the future yeah that's that's the way it's gonna be uh ram v is continuing to write for catwoman and she mm-hmm. looks even more futuristic now and everything uh, mm-hmm. th- that's funny too where it's like okay so he's writing catwoman in the present time and he's going to be writing it for the future thing i guess this tells us when we come back he's going to keep writing it i wonder if some of these teams they're just trying out for when they start again
1: that's yeah that's the thing like some of them have their current writers on them where others are just completely new or like yeah. or like in joshua williamson's case he switched over to writing red hood
0: yeah, huh. We got uh, Future State Nightwing uh, with some amazing art by uh, Nicola Scott, which mm-hmm. has been making the rant there. Holy shit. That's yes. looking good.
1: Yeah, it does. It looks really good. I like his costume as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Again, it's more paramilitary, mm-hmm. but it fits and it works. And it's funny, too, to think, ah, oh, you know, our first big, you know, hurrah with Nightwing and, you know, Dick finally knows who he is again. Oh, and it's going to be a weird future story. All right. <laughs> sure sure again you know all the it seems like all the different families of books are dealing with their own things so the bat books are all about dealing with the uh with the magistrate and you know uh, mm-hmm. abandoned arkham asylum and everything else yeah uh gene Yuan lang is again going to be getting to write a uh, superman only this time it's the batman superman title
1: yeah th- that was really surprised me we've got him on in on writing and ben oliver's doing the art so the the book is going to look and read really well
0: this uh, also seems to be a bit of a flashback. Uh, it sounds like here that this story is actually going to be fleshing out the rise of <laughs> the magistrate and everything else.
1: Yeah, it sounds like a um, sort of a prequel to how the magistrate came about and how, how they apparently used Superman to take down Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is funny because isn't it usually always the other way around <laughs> in <laughs> stories like these? Uh, wait, why does my thing end there? Why does it only end at the Batman line of
1: books? I thought I had the whole list in front of me. God, well, I've damn got it. the whole list
0: okay sure you uh you take on from where i left off then till i get my shit together. um
1: so we talked about all them yep yeah, we've got the Nightwings. so yeah no, no we've got the superman family stuff now and uh, looking at the list the superman family actually comes out on top of above batman in terms of books for once. really
0: there's more well i guess if he's going to be so important to the overall of it
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if you get the the usual um you get two two monthly books which is the first one is superman of metropolis
0: yes and it's john
1: it's john in a uh, a role that might make him a villain maybe
0: <laughs> maybe
1: maybe not i don't know um because he's he, he decides to shrink metropolis because that's good
0: gotta keep it safe <laughs> gotta keep it fresh gotta keep my metropolis fresh
1: <laughs> that's gonna be written by john lewis uh, Sh- uh sean lewis sorry right uh someone who i've never heard of
0: no neither have i he's apparently fighting a new villain calling herself honest mary huh all right
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and because he's shrinking the city it puts him at odds with supergirl hmm.
0: interesting interesting
1: yeah and um the whole reason why super clark isn't uh uh superman is because of some uh unknown crisis international crisis happening in the future that makes him being rejected by earth so um, he ends up going to war world and rise through the ranks of the gladiatorial arena Yeah, and we That's get a cool, pretty fucking dope we get a cool cool is it's like basically world war hulk
0: yeah yeah but with superman to where i'm like all right i i i'm down with that i can digs it
1: his costume looks cool very conan inspired he's got the kingdom come Come shield and whatnot
0: yeah he's got all the chains and shit even john's costume i like too no cape and a mm-hmm. big fucking belt buckle big
1: belt yeah big big belt i
0: don't know what it is in this dark future everyone decided capes are stupid everyone started <laughs> ditching their capes <laughs>
1: lose the capes and big belts that's the thing
0: yeah apparently uh what is it freaking the incredibles ultimately ended winning with that <laughs> conversation no capes <laughs> what uh what else do we have there matt after uh the superman family
1: um well in in those superman family books we get a mr miracle um yes
0: that's right yeah i'm looking at this who, too
1: who isn't scot-free it's shiloh Coleman.
0: Mm, trying some new shit out clearly
1: yep uh we get midnighter midnight is getting another book
0: nice as he always should
1: yeah written by becky Cloonan.
0: sweet oh that's a good mix actually that's a really good mix yep
1: and black racer is getting a book but it's not black racer black racer mm, it's someone, someone else, else. Yeah. it's something else yeah mystery and
0: intrigue for two months
1: yeah now now the thing is that with the superman family they kind of um shovel in the wonder woman stuff as well they include that in that family as well for some reason
0: i think it's the same office actually
1: yeah i, I guess so yeah same editors yeah, um, yeah. so yeah we got the wonder woman stuff we got uh the immortal wonder woman which is uh Diana um who who looks a little bit older she has got a little bit of silver in her hair yeah, and um she's she's she has a green lantern ring and batman's belt and i think superman's <laughs> cape
0: we don't know how that happened but it's a pretty dope look
1: yeah it's a really dope look but we also get the new wonder woman who is yes. what, what is her name i uh, i just had it here her name is yara she, floor and she's yes. um from the amazonian rainforest
0: which Steve Orlando actually set up in a Wonder Woman annual that there's mm-hmm. a secret third tribe of Amazons out there in yep. the Amazon, which is actually pretty fucking cool as an idea.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, Nubia's coming back too at some point. One of these yep. books says, and also Nubia. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, if you're a Wonder Woman fan, guess what? You get like literally everything you've been get asking everyone. for. <laughs> all, the, all the warriors, all the warrior women,
1: get get in there yep uh we we get another super super book but she's not being called supergirl. she's being called superwoman
0: yes uh kara Zorel, the superwoman and she's dropped the house of el symbol uh from her suit
1: mm-hmm. well i think she's got it on her belt
0: oh does she okay see the picture oh yeah i can see kind of one here. and
1: I, I i do like that like the way her the the costume on her neck uh like sort of sits on her shoulders it looks like the house of el symbol
0: yeah, it's kind of fun, too. It looks like uh, she doesn't have, like, the traditional cape like she used to. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a battle skirt and, like, a popped collar. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. It's, it's not really bad, cool. actually. Yeah, it's, it's very really crazy. cool. It's very different. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't hate it. Yeah, she, she's getting a book written by Marguerite Bennett.
0: Nice, nice. See, I will actually pick that up because I mm-hmm. think that's a fucking killer combo. What, what do you think the odds are, too, with these, like, whichever one of these books sells well and whatever people really respond to? they're going to work to integrate that later. I know that yeah. was always the plan with Convergence and it feels like they never actually did that when Convergence was done minus Convergence Superman, which I think they were going to do anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like they, that, that's what's definitely going to happen, especially with Supergirl because she doesn't have a book at the moment and no. no one seems to really know what to do with her.
0: No, no one's ever known what to do with her, which is a real, real shame.
1: Yeah, Um. we got Superman versus Imperius Lex by Mark Russell.
0: Yeah, who we love, and again, this one looks to be a little funnier and a little more out there. It looks like Lex is some kind of religious leader now, reading like uh, mm-hmm. leading like an anti-Superman crusade.
1: Kind of feels like that that future we see in Scott Snyder's Justice oh, League. You know yeah. that fu- you know that far future or alternate Earth yes. where like he's like leads the Earth sort of thing
0: yes absolutely huh yeah do we actually kind of get something close to that
1: now yeah that looks really fun i guess again mark russell you can't go he's, wrong
0: he's also created lexor city which you know lex's city of the future which he's often talked about that before now he actually has it
1: Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool yeah we got legion of superheroes again brian michael bentis is staying on that book
0: just cannot cannot stop the Ben train
1: <laughs> again again as we said like some of these writers are staying on some are moving to other books it's it's very strange
0: yeah i guess uh, i guess he still had stories to tell with it go figure that's mm-hmm. all right I, i'm not reading the legion and i doubt <laughs> i'll start now
1: uh moving on we've got the justice league family which the setup of this is is quite interesting because it seeks to imply that we're, we're getting a new Justice League with all these new heroes, yeah, yeah. you know, John and Luke and all that. But it seems like they're keeping secret their, their identity secret from even each other.
0: Which is an interesting concept, I guess, in a world where superheroes are being more policed or looked at more closely.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's quite interesting. Um, and I, And again, it, it talks about like some... Some old evolved enemy comes and they know all the secret identities or something. Hmm. It should uh, we, be good. We got Justice League Dark again written by Ram V. Uh, which yeah. is which just sounds like more Justice League Dark stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's very I know.
0: vague. Man, I, I read the last issue of Justice League Dark and I didn't even cover it because I'm just like I'm so tired with this story now. I loved this book so much when it started. And I feel bad for Ram V because he's a good writer, but it's just like, hey, finish what Tynan was doing.
1: I, again, it feels like it should be coming to an end because like Odyssey is ending and Dark mm-hmm. started around the same time that started. So it sh- feels point. like it should be coming to an end.
0: Yeah. And they kind of are, but it feels like they're milking the end. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe Future State will give it the shot in the arm it needs. I don't know. What's what What's the horror of the future look like, Matt? <laughs>
1: the same (laughs) chaos the 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 order of chaos is back i don't know
0: (laughs) or something uh we're not writers that's for you to figure out
1: uh we 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 got the green lantern stuff which sounds actually really damn cool since it's uh john stewart and the remaining green lanterns are stranded in a shadow of a dead power battery on oa
0: again hey we finally let uh john stewart lead a green lantern book again and all it took was the end of the world and jumping <laughs> forward two months and we're going to change it back literally literally a lot of future state and indeed what 5g generations would have been is like does this make you happy do you want this we gave you the thing do you like the thing
1: yeah uh it, it, it it's it's funny because like i had I, I just do not i just don't know why they like they couldn't let him just have his book because he had that he had that book um he had the the he was part of the Howard Jordan and the Green Lantern core book, and then he had like, uh, he was in the Green Lantern book before that, which was, was it New Guardians? Yeah, it was, yeah, one, it was re- one of them. He was going yeah. around with uh, New and it, it was great. It was great. It was great. And yeah. yeah, now and he's like the main Green Lantern now. But yeah, no one can seem to really want to give him a book. And at least now he's got a book now, and his costume looks really cool.
0: Yeah so you know more more power to him here's hoping it makes the john fans happy hopefully yeah
1: uh, uh we, what else you got we got suicide squad uh written by robbie thompson um again look, looks quite intriguing because we've got we've got a uh, connor kent Superboy or superman on the team mm-hmm. uh a batman who we don't know who is it's he a white a guy sword. it's a white yeah. guy yeah
0: uh again is this what damien became <laughs> is this what clown
1: hunter became
0: <laughs> oh interesting yeah i know there's a lot of theories about where those characters could potentially go
1: uh we got a, a an aquaman but i don't think it's aquaman it's like some weirdo alien or something
0: yeah yeah so this is are they doing like the thunderbolt thing where did they grab a bunch of villains mm-hmm. and make them dress up like heroes I,
1: well i did read the, i can't find the the like little solicitation for it but it did yeah here it says something it's the it's the suicide squad of earth three mm, okay so it's like an evil suicide or an eviler suicide squad
0: <laughs> it's like wait but aren't they evil on earth three so wouldn't the suicide squad technically be the good guy <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, i'm always down for a suicide squad romp
1: yeah yeah i just hope it's it, it's it's worth why that other suicide squad book got like canned <laughs>
0: ended prematurely or whatever because yeah yeah, totes
1: totes agree man uh we got what do we got after that we got um we got aquaman um again again a lot of these are included actually in the superman family stuff
0: yeah 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 i like that uh, it's finally calder and they once again (laughs) fused his tv show look and his comic look Mm -hmm. and he's going to be aquaman now and also mentoring a young aquaman's daughter
1: yeah it looks really great yes
0: i i love the color palette on this this is a Mm. really good looking book good job uh what is it daniel uh yeah it
1: looks really damn good
0: i uh, i fully support this one and this will be the first aquaman comic i willingly check out in a while
1: (laughs) uh what else we got we got flash which everyone was quick to jump to conclusions about
0: do uh do tell matt do dispel. oh it's,
1: it's because uh the, the covers again covers lie uh the covers show wally west as evil quote unquote but if you read the um the solicitation it's because he's been possessed by famine mm. do which we know is, who
0: that is or is that a new character
1: uh well, i'm not sure i i know i know it's like famine as in like the plague famine sort of thing or like
0: or like war famine and pestilence yeah
1: yeah it's something like that so that's quite cool uh we're got...
0: speedsters of the apocalypse
1: <laughs> we got the teen titans
0: yes uh with a team that's kind of a fusion of a lot of what's going on right now we got dick back on the team but he's almost doing like not quite his disco outfit but the one he had a little after that with the blue and the gold starfire what looks to be red hood raven and oh look hey uh freaking lobo's daughter is still here too
1: yeah, yeah. Just reading about it, it seems like the Flash, the Shazam, and the Teen Titans books are all interconnected because they're all fighting the four riders of the apocalypse.
0: Oh, well, there you go. I made a joke about it, but that's what it is. Yeah, also, who- they're apparently starting a school for young mm-hmm. heroes, which is a pretty clever premise.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Titans Academy.
0: Mm-hmm. And yes, as people keep yelling at us in the comics over and over again, Red X is here, <laughs> the character you love from your cartoon show that you've been browbeating uh what is it the comic industry forever they finally listen to you and are finally doing the thing
1: i'm gonna say something controversial here i don't give Do a tell. fuck about red red x i think it's, a, it's I mean- nothing character is just again like red hood looks
0: the, the point of red x is that he was a fake identity mm-hmm. that the robin of that show created to throw people off the scent then another person took it up and we never learned their identity and that's the whole point
1: yeah i don't know why people love him so much it's, just, it's a cool costume that's about it
0: that is literally it now on the upside to that that means that the writer can actually infuse a real character in there who knows yeah
1: oh but you know whoever it is it's not going to be what everyone else thought and that makes it bad or maybe they'll just
0: keep it vague maybe that'll be the whole joke where it's like you know they never take off the costume we never learn their name there li- they exist in vagary <laughs> that's it that's his real superpower red x the ability to be very vague <laughs> yeah what uh now what else was there matt was that um, it or uh, um we got you, sw- we already mentioned shazam
1: we got swamp thing yes yes uh shazam yep we got swamp thing which seems hey. quite interesting because swamp thing seems to be a villain in this
0: which i mean that he was always ever just a couple steps away from there when he decided people weren't loving the earth enough
1: uh the story apparently takes place at the end of time where swamp thing reveals its true intentions and ends up ruling earth until the remnant of humanity launches a rebellion
0: well shit
1: and then it's, we got uh, the- and then we got a black adam 1 million book
0: Right, yeah, because we gotta keep Black Adam nice and uh, formidable, and nice mm-hmm. and uh, in the relevant, public eye. Now, yep. yeah, nice and relevant because he's getting a movie soon. All right, fair enough.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's all of it. It's hard. It's, it's really hard to tell which one's a book and which one's which one's not because each each monthly has four or five stories in yeah. it
0: they're jamming a lot together in this one it is going to be interesting too when we eventually get around to finally covering these where it's like okay here's the main one and then here's like the two backups that we got
1: yeah well i was just thinking about that like that means people are definitely going to get their like money's worth on stories and um they're not going to be like left out like they're going to get like the whole story basically
0: I'm I'm glad you mentioned money there, Matt, because, like, with all this extra stuff in here to cover their costs, are they going to charge extra for these? Wouldn't that be I mean, a fuck of a move?
1: I mean, it, it, they, they could technically count this, like, death metal as a an event, mm. so, which means they could get, you know, event pricing, which is usually a little bit more expensive, like $2 more or something. Yeah, yeah. I could see them I, uh... doing that
0: i wonder how this is gonna go because i remember hearing horror stories from my local comic shop back during convergence where it's like they they could not move the comics they could just not get (laughs) rid of them because like everyone who had started reading comics in the new 52 what do you mean my book isn't here anymore (laughs) what do you mean it's an amalgamation of a bunch of shit i haven't read before
1: yeah it got too like yeah i know a lot of people didn't read convergence because it was so hinged on earth 2
0: yes and so hinged on continuity and knowledge of stories that mm-hmm. came before this this is at least shit that's happening in the future so maybe they won't have that problem but let's see
1: well again it spins out of death metal and that's confirmed yeah. that it spins out of death metal and is apparently yeah, meant yeah. to be a well, from what i understood something like at the end of death metal they man, meant managed to uh change the universe back to what they think is real but it ends up changing it into the future state stuff
0: because mm-hmm. some something this, goes wrong, but we know this will only last for like two months. Again, I think there's
1: time. probably going to be a good? through line of some some characters or something, maybe from the past coming and. Rechanging the future or something
0: because isn't there always yeah yeah i i really wonder how this is going to play out because on one hand i'm like well this feels just like the same old tired you know we got to shake things up we got to get people interested in looking that you've done before but on the other hand i'm not reading a lot of dc books anyway right now because <laughs> i'm genuinely bored and having a hard time you know investing in everything that's going on right now so all right, fuck it, let's see if these stories do any better, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, I imagine a lot of people might feel, like, the same way as you do, and this might be the thing that, like, draws them back in.
0: Of course, the problem with that is, like, well, what if they really do, like catwoman future state or they really do like the status quo of nightwing for future state it's just gonna go back to normal in two months and then will those people drop off again well you're gonna keep them
1: again i think that maybe they'll we'll we'll see which books are popular and which books aren't and which ones stick around and which ones uh i don't know don't i i guess they'll probably try and figure a way to work it into continuity or something or as uh
0: as the real manos says in the comments section there dc is exhausting yeah they can be sometimes can't <laughs> they no 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 this is in continuity but only for two months no this isn't in continuity no this is new and different no this is an old event but we just put a different name on
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> this is before a- this is this isn't even including the generation stuff we got coming out as well
0: No, oh, yeah there's generation stuff too which is different and its own other thing unto itself. Well, see,
1: I, see, the, the generation stuff is weird, whereas this is all the future stuff. The generation stuff is the past stuff, the stuff that happens before all the, all the stuff we've been reading.
0: Because, again, I can only assume, judging by the little concept art that we saw, the way that 5G was supposed to go is that, yeah, we would get stories in the past, probably built around Wonder Woman and the new JSA, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that retcon history, stories in the present, which would probably be just what's going on right now that we've been reading and this the future state the future stuff and all of these things would have been running at the same time and maybe they would have been connecting or maybe it would have just been like okay hey pick pick the thing you want to read everybody
1: yeah and then out of that as well we're we're gonna be getting a definitive timeline which i don't know whether it's happening anymore because we haven't heard anything about it because they had that they they showed it at that that one convention and one person out of all the people there managed to get a blurry ass photo of it and it looked like it was actually pretty well together timeline
0: you you know when we stopped hearing about it when dan didio left yeah
1: yeah so are they like re re redesigning that or something or just not bothering with it because again it comes into that what what diana said in death metal where it's like everything matters and mm. all that sort of stuff so they're just not bothering with that and just going "Ah, pick what you want
0: Let's <laughs> lord chris the future until it isn't comics yeah. in a nutshell right there <laughs> yeah. which honestly yeah i honestly i think they wised up by not having a timeline they're like no mm-hmm. we can't have a timeline as dc because nothing will ever make sense again if we do because we will we would be again. locked
1: in in into what we can do <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, we will crisis again in five to eight years. Like, again, for any problem you can say about Marvel, they have had one solid timeline. That sliding been,
1: time scale, it works. A,
0: a sliding time scale that has been mostly unmolested.
1: It works pretty well. It works pretty for, well.
0: For them, yeah, but it's like, no, I don't think you could ever do that at dc because you guys are addicted to crises which is funny because that's actually kind of like something snyder is talking about in death metal right now
1: maybe that's why it's not going to be a crisis whereas like death metal could have absolutely have been a crisis (laughs) Mm mm-hmm
0: I I can also only assume too that you know this two month stop gap and why they're heading on with this five G stuff anyway, but just calling it something different is because they need that two months probably to pick new creative teams for the books they have right now because <laughs> a lot of them are winding down, mm-hmm. a lot of them are hitting like a hundred issues, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
1: Yeah, yeah, I because I I know like I started the new Flash uh, writers stuff today, and it it could be seen as like what well, if he's telling this the story he's going to tell maybe i think maybe by the time he finishes it after it'll be after january Mm. so it could be like oh he's moving on and then we'll get a new writer in
0: i feel that's what they're going to be doing with a lot of these (laughs) it's just like okay you had two months off now time to rejigger and decide who's staying who's going etc etc yeah so again, it's like a crisis, but it's not a crisis. It's a creative refresh, whatever you wanna, whatever you wanna call it. Yeah, it's a light crisis. It's a light crisis, light. Which again, hey, the original death metal was actually supposed to be called dark crisis, but mm-hmm. they didn't at the last second. So mm-hmm. there you go.
1: And they're all better for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, make uh, make of that what you will. And uh, I guess with that, we can actually talk about what we read this week, Matt.
1: Yeah. Well, let's keep on the DC trend and talk about Death Metal Issue Four.
0: Yeah. So. I both liked and didn't like this issue in equal measure. On one hand, again, the meta stuff is very, very fun, especially mm-hmm. what you were saying with Wonder Woman fighting Superboy Prime, who is just at his whiny, entitled fanboy best.
1: He's a piece of shit gatekeeper. <laughs> he li- he literally
0: calls himself a gatekeeper here and is so super fucking stoked and proud about it. Yeah,
1: he's proud about wanting things to stay the same and never change. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you guys are the problem. I I literally sold you all out to this dark Lovecraftian god, so I can keep my memories and my heroes in this little bubble where nothing ever changes to them.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very relevant. Very relevant.
0: Very, very relevant. And I again, you know, Wonder Woman. Gives a pretty great speech to, like you said, you know, it all matters. And like, look, your heroes are always your heroes, even if they're changed, even if they're doing this, that and the other, which admittedly is kind of how I've always felt about comic books, too. When people get pissed about changes, yeah. where it's like, yeah, it's different now, but give it a year. Change is the only constant it's, in the universe. It, I've
1: been saying this like for as long as i can remember and to have it actually written out in a comic and be like yeah this is how it is it's like yeah that, I, I i thought i was going crazy being like one of the only ones to see it like mm-hmm. that way
0: <laughs> and the wheel is always turning and where it's like okay perfect example i love green arrow they did green arrow dirty he doesn't have a book right now but he'll have one again and imagine how happy i'll be
1: yeah exactly Superboy's is going to be a kid then. again it's yeah. gonna, ha- you know, just because it's not happening now doesn't mean it's not going to happen in a year or two, you know.
0: Everything in comics is cyclical.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, as far as the rest of the comic, it feels like they kind of got out of their problem really easily. Where it's like, oh no, we're trapped in these crises. Oh no, uh, Dark Side <laughs> is an old god now. Oh no, the uh, White Martian monitor. Oh hey, Starro found us, and we just got out.
1: <laughs> well, I think it was more. It was more. Uh, it seemed to be more uh sort of leaning on super uh Superboy prime being convinced by wonder woman because mm, the panel the, the paneling was really weird like, i thought i might have missed a page where it, he uh it, it's implied that he he punches the 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 antenna and shatters it and whatnot mm. because then it just cuts to like them freed and i thought like oh is there like a page missing or something
0: or like, did he literally affect continuity again? Like, when yeah. he punched the walls of reality, and <laughs> yeah. Jason Todd got to live again? Yeah.
1: Again, that's mentioned, and it's used as like a reference here f- for him to like do it again, except break an antenna that will stop a-, a god from getting her power.
0: Yeah, don't, don't make me do it. Don't make me punch reality. Don't make me have <laughs> a temper tantrum. Which again, all that is fun, and all of that is interesting, and everything. But it's just like, oh yeah, this was this was just issue four of a bigger series that just kind of felt like a, like a, whatchamacallit, like uh like a detour. I'm like, Oh, well, I guess that detour is over now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Just, uh, just detour over. No, but I mean, <laughs> it was what it was. I, I didn't hate it. It's just like, where's the story going again? Cause it ends with like, uh, uh the batman who laughs the darkest night getting the crisis energy so now he's able to reshape the earths into what he calls the last 52
1: yeah and i think a lot of people didn't understand what was happening that he he didn't put a trap in the chair because people thought well why couldn't he just sit on the chair it's like the chair didn't want him the chair picks who it wants to be on it but he didn't put a trap in the chair to redirect the power he he put a trap around the chair that redirected the power because he couldn't yes. touch the chair or get on it or anything
0: which which is very funny that they're referencing a story that didn't even get to come out right him in the chair and everything else. yeah
1: yeah you had to go buy pay extra in that fucking flashpoint thing which i did by the way everyone i'm just going to remind everyone that i did that
0: that's amazing that's such a beautiful just like comics here's an important piece of the story that you actually <laughs> don't get <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it's it's how many issues again, Death Metal? It's... uh...
1: Seven? Finishes in January.
0: Right, yeah. Which the funny thing about that too is like it's only this many issues. Yeah, but you got to keep reading all the tie-ins though because literally every tie-in has been super, super important and just a continuation of the story.
1: We get the Robin Prince tie-in this this week and I thought it was just going to be like an expansion on his... His story and it looks like it is, but then like in the preview, it's like, oh, it's actually picking up right after the ending. Of, of death metal issue for him oh, i've got to pick that one up as well
0: it's it's so crazy because like if you only read death metal 3 and then jumped to 4 you would have missed so much with the flash family and with <laughs> why they're even trapped in these other crisis worlds
1: they do do like a little like fun little thing with the sergeant rock sergeant talking rock. to us uh sort of catching you up on it but yeah you would miss like all the little stuff that he didn't mention
0: which is the funniest part of that comic and again you know death metal is a comedy book but like i felt this was a very serious issue
1: <laughs> yeah well i i kind of think they had they have had to do a serious issue now it's like okay we've had our fun for three issues just got to get serious here for a minute and then yeah, we'll go we back promise. to like the schlock
0: <laughs> please please do because i think this series is literally at its best when it's just schlocking it up all over the place it's great it's great oh <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's the simple things in life. I enjoy that Scott Snyder used his clout to sneak in a silly, wacky comedy book under the guise of something <laughs> called Death Metal. <laughs> Alright, so what else did we have this week, Matt?
1: Uh, we had uh, Spider-Man... Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man issue 50.
0: Yes, yes. The big unmasking of Kindred. Two years in the making.
1: And we... We called it. Well, we 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 had a bunch of different theories, but yes. he, this one was one of us. And I still don't think it's it's true. I think it's a red herring.
0: This, yeah, I mean, there's got to be extra stuff here because like it's very Occam's razor. Occam's razor, right? The simplest solution is the right one. Yeah so yeah this is the simplest solution is the right one everyone when it first starts like oh it's got to be harry harry hasn't done anything in a bit and yeah seemingly kindred is ultimately harry though we don't actually see him unmasked we only have norman's word for it
1: also yeah also norman was referencing when kindred visited him in in the insane asylum he didn't actually see who kindred was did he he just no he just he could hear him through that the the, the slot and whatnot so like again this could just be again kindred's whole thing is like fucking with spider-man's enemies and like fucking with peter himself so like this could definitely be a thing and we saw even more of it because he fucking dug up george stacy and gwen stacy yes
0: which what what a joker move
1: yeah yeah and sitting them at a table for some reason
0: until proved otherwise i am still very much married to my multiple kindred's theory that it's just like uh it's like freaking murder on the orient express it's like hot fuzz it's a bunch of people swapping off the costume
1: so that support group because again that support group got mentioned again by carly cooper and whatnot
0: yes it did so like and he keeps
1: like peppering that through and we've never seen we haven't seen any of it since he introduced it a while back
0: indeed a lot of people saying too it's like oh what if it's uh norman's other son what if it's gabriel stacy the gray goblin i'm like they will not reference sin's past
1: i mean they've done it already
0: (laughs) they kind of did they mentioned it without i'd love if they did
1: just because i know it pisses so many people off
0: (laughs) oh the 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 rage that day would be amazing and i think i'd be mad too But then again, it's like so much of Nick Spencer's run is like, look, I am housekeeping the Spider Man universe. And that's definitely one of those things to be okay, I'm going back and fixing this. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like if he went back and did like the twist that uh, Straczynski originally wanted to do and be like, okay, he's not Norman's son, he's actually Peter's son. Mm hmm which is what straczynski actually wanted to do because if you do that you redeem gwen sin's past is still a dumb story but now it's like not gross yeah <laughs> which is the least you can do and that he'd do it and then he'd kill gabriel it's like okay he's dead now so you don't have to worry about him ever again
1: yeah kindred would would like or like a kindred would kill him or something
0: or something like that uh uh obviously we got the other members of the spider family the the web warriors the order of the web whatever you want to call them they get corrupted uh by the sin eater souls that he had reaped and so now they've all become monstrous versions of himself uh that spider-man will have to fight in the next couple point five issues
1: yeah their their role up until this point was just so nothing (laughs) because i i had to to, like catch up to get to this issue and it was just them just standing around saying the same thing for like three issues
0: yeah, yeah. That's yep, yeah, that's really all that it just, was. Just, like, just
1: to get them into Ravencroft so they could get infected.
0: Yeah, in the first place. And it's like, look, I appreciate that Gwen and Miles are here. The rest of you eh
1: Yeah, yeah. Who are you? Spider Girl?
0: You? Yeah, the, the the rest of you I could really take or leave. And I know everyone kinda has their own favorite in the Web Warriors, but it's just like meh, alright. <laughs> meh 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 all right also to madam web being like it's already too late we've already fucked up
1: <laughs> yeah it's just something she's kind of been saying the whole time
0: <laughs> but does nothing to stop and yeah. does nothing to update anyone else
1: yeah but the web it's all knowing
0: <laughs> the web the web is everywhere but also maybe kindred did this to us so it's not the web which perhaps implies that maybe kindred is someone who can interact with the web which is interesting
1: yeah no, I, I don't know <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I actually came up with a theory, this is, this is one of those ones I had in the shower early in the morning, hey, maybe the reason that Harry is acting evil now, despite the fact that he's actually been on the straight and narrow for like a good long time now, is maybe because Peter and MJ are falling in love again, mm-hmm. Mephisto's spell is breaking, and now he has his like one more day memory seeping in of him dying and then coming back to life and that's driving him fucking crazy
1: yeah yeah like he got he 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 got the memory of him dying back yeah and it like broke him exactly maybe, maybe it could be similar to like his father like the, he had, his dad had like a really great line where he like talked about how him and peter first met quote-unquote mm. with the masks on and off and yeah, how how yeah, peter yeah. shunned him and like rejected him and how that was like the thing that like broke him maybe it could be something like similar to that like he's norman's repeat uh, harry's repeating the cycle
0: yeah yeah also too uh someone added an extra point to this that i actually quite enjoyed Where they're like maybe maybe that's why aunt may has cancer now and maybe that's why she's dying and that's another side effect of the mephisto thing because she got brought back to life too as part of the original deal and if peter and mary jane you know fall in love and get married again the deal is null and void
1: i yeah that yeah again dr strange says there's always a price
0: Yeah, there's always a price to pay for magic, which would also be a way for them to put the toys back in the box for the next writer to be like, okay, so I can't be with Mary Jane and we can't be married because if so, literal devil magic (laughs) will kill us and or drive our friends crazy. (laughs) 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 Which wouldn't that be a hell of a price to pay? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But so, yeah, there's there's that for you, everyone. There's certainly lots of places this story could go now as we move into the future.
1: Absolutely
0: yeah uh all right what else did you want to talk about matt
1: uh let's we'll talk about the three Exa Swords parts we got part yeah. six seven and eight
0: three very very different stories
1: oh yeah three very different stories two of which are actually worth it
0: yeah and another one that's mm, i can see why it underperformed uh, i guess we'll start with hellions this week which uh I've been talking about how much I love Hellions for a while because it's just it's just comedic fun.
1: Now, I I did want to ask you that cuz I I didn't I I've been meaning to review the the rest of the series but I never got around to it and like that first issue was like it was a little funny but it was quite serious it's like oh this is the suicide squad but like mutants and stuff Mm -hmm. but this issue is just full-on fucking comedy like did the book suddenly change and like oh we need to be like the suicide squad that's currently running now
0: i i think the difference is is because the first arc focused on the team sinister put Mm -hmm. them together and Mm -hmm. then he sent them out into the world this story is all about sinister himself and Mm -hmm. oh my god he is just a wacky (laughs) Yeah, he is a wacky, fabulous, just force of nature <laughs> everywhere He's great. he goes. If, if this
1: book was just about Sinister, I would pick it up in an instant.
0: I mean, that's basically what this story is. It's it's all wonderful. It's almost like a sitcom is, it is. what it is yeah. For- they're all sitting around and sinister's like i know what the problem is is that we're all been playing by the rules in this sword tournament we should be cheating i should be cheating (laughs) and they're like okay what were you thinking uh let me send my disposable team to other world to steal the other guy's sword so they have to forfeit the competition okay cool but you have to lead them though well i didn't want to do that well we voted and you're going
1: (laughs) i like that the breaking tie on that was was Uh, picking on on Polaris and and yeah. how Havoc follows her around like a puppy and it, it made Eric change his mind
0: yeah talking <laughs> mad shit about Magneto's one kid and he's like all right fuck you you're going <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like even Sinister tries to get out of it. it's like well I don't want to go but I got this secret I'll, clone send, facility I'll send one no of my one clones <laughs> and then they rock paper scissors over who gets the cape because whoever gets the cape is the real Sinister <laughs> for the moment <laughs> so fucking wonderful and then i i didn't finish excalibur but i guess jamie braddock is now the head of avalon and everything so sinister has to go through him and he's a huge dick and they basically have a big dick off
1: yeah he's he's like a petulant child child king
0: yeah bring me my pony i want a pony i don't like the pony anymore you can take the pony
1: (laughs) but i want your cape
0: wow i love that and just poor dejected sinister walking around without a cape
1: i, I love that he stops random passersby by to say that he usually has a cape and doesn't always look like this <laughs>
0: and then there's kind of like a background story of empath who missed the first arc because gray crow <laughs> shot him in the head for being an asshole and now he's the only one who can save him but like sinister literally has to beg for him to save them <laughs> it's very it's very funny
1: yeah it's great so they're off on their on their journey into other worlds sort of snuck in well i say snuck in where they kind of like came in in the grand entrance and whatnot
0: yeah really
1: so yeah they, it'll be interesting place. to see how their story develops
0: <laughs> yeah yeah for sure like i wonder how important are they ultimately gonna be
1: yeah well again like there's that whole sort of state that if they not not only if they if they get caught they'll get killed and they can't come back but also the fact that if they get caught the x-men they'll forfeit the contest and that puts all of earth's earth in danger
0: yeah absolutely and you're trusting it to these idiots <laughs> it to fucking
1: mr sinister
0: <laughs> and his gang of losers man uh it's it's kind of interesting too because like literally another reason this is funny and another reason it's the perfect comedic farce is that no one on the hellions was picked not even sinister himself so like they know that they don't matter in the great scheme of things (laughs) which is kind of hilarious for this big like an oh big world redefining event and it's like and we don't matter (laughs) even freaking psylocke who's like i've got swords why didn't they invite me to the sword fight literally swords are my thing <laughs> it's,
1: it's 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 like silver samurai who's all jealous yeah. that that wolverine got picked and he didn't when his whole deal is he's a samurai
0: we have one thing why is this prophecy's fucking stupid <laughs> uh i guess from there we can uh move on over to new mutants which i think we can both agree this
1: was the best one of the week and i'm shocked that this was the best absolutely absolutely i really enjoyed this i I love that they gave Cypher some more depth and character other than like as he says the the language guy.
0: This this feels like a story that was written for the sole purpose to shut up people like me who routinely dump on Cypher all the time <laughs> for having a very very particular skill that's only good in a small amount of situations and they're like no. The thing about Cypher is is that if any of you became a mutant you would be cypher because he wants to be a hero and wants to be a fighter but physically he's not capable of any of it but he still feels this nationalistic pride to do something to fight and die for his community and the people around him even when literally everyone is telling him not to and trying to give him chances to weasel out of it
1: yeah it, <laughs> it's it's just great where yeah everyone knows that like you can't send the, the goddamn language guy because he's the language guy he's he's a fucking nerd (laughs) Mm -hmm. he's he's a a weedy nerd and and of course like he can't fight and everything and he's he's important to Krakoa because without him Krakoa doesn't have a voice and Krakoa's voice is one of the most important things for the Quiet Council at least
0: they really up his importance in that regard but it's like look if you die we can't bring you back Mm -hmm. and that means we won't be able to communicate with Krakoa which means basically our society will die if you die
1: yeah it's there's like just keep adding the stakes (laughs) up on this whole thing
0: they really really do and you know we got a whole thing there where like magic tries to give him a training montage and he's just not good at it at all but like he still gets up and keeps trying you know he's like rudy he's like rocky balboa he's this real kind of underdog exodus gets the best line though because exodus is basically just sounding like me and everyone who always hated cypher (laughs) where he's like i could kill you you know i could kill you and then they'd have to send me because here's the thing man they don't write you know great historic epics and they don't write songs about fucking translators they write them about (laughs) warriors and conquerors
1: (laughs) yeah his role was pretty good again he's someone who who, who's a little bit jealous he didn't get picked for this Mm -hmm. whole thing um but yeah, I do find that funny though, because like on Krakoa, like his whole deal is that he's the storyteller yes, to the children. Yes, he is. So Ooh. it's kind of like a little bit hypocritical of him. <laughs>
0: Absolutely, to say, you know, what what the histories and stories are made of. Also to for a villain to now basically be like minister of education and also telling like real yep. doctored propaganda histories too, where it's like, oh, and Scarlet Witch is the boogeyman who stole us away and she's very bad, but Magneto is great and awesome and got a huge dick and everything else. So it's like but he but he committed so many other crimes against mutant Yeah, 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 but that's part of telling the story. I get to, you know, brush it all over. <laughs> But yeah, so that issue ended up being totally freaking awesome.
1: Yeah, I am I'm, I'm looking forward to, to Cypher's role And I like that he is able he was able to unlock his power so that he can use it as to like read the body language of like mm-hmm. magic and predict what she's going to do and whatnot. That's pretty cool
0: the language of combat but even after that the comic actually ends on like a really dark tone where even magic where he's like do you think i'm ready magic and she's like no no i think if you pull that sword out you're gonna die
1: yeah it's a it's going i'm looking forward to it again the states just keep getting raised up and up for Krakoa.
0: also to a fact that you know they kind of breeze over but will probably be important later everyone now knows warlock is on the island <laughs> and that warlock is his robot buddy and his sword and you're <laughs> thinking like well why why is that so important well because as we saw in house of x and powers of x the future will be decided by the mutant versus ai conflict and they have an ai living on the island now yeah
1: that no one knew except for Krokoa.
0: <laughs> except for Krakoa there and certainly that's probably going to be a problem if he ever gets out of it and also the fact that Cypher and Warlock are also two people and not just one
1: yeah yeah well I, I imagine that- I imagine like Lady Opal and like the people of Araco don't technically know that because he he looks like a sword he, he can yeah. always just stay in that form
0: and again too it's like is that breaking the rules is that going to be a problem if they find out that uh what is it Warlock is actually another being unto itself mm-hmm it'll be interesting for sure
1: what do you what do you what's the bet do you think you think warlock's going to sacrifice himself to keep Doug Mm -hmm. alive
0: that would be really interesting that would definitely be a way to go with it or it's like you know cypher dies but he doesn't have to be rebuilt because like warlock goes into him and they like fuse even harder
1: or or uh, a loophole is that so so the the sword bearer is technically warlock because he's Mm -hmm he's the weapon but he's a, a person as well so is he technically the sword bearer not cypher and is this right, going to be yeah. like a red herring where like they like are, like they go all the trouble to go over there and then they're like no cypher's not it warlock is
0: yeah oh yeah that would be fun they rules lawyer their way out of danger <laughs> yeah Or like, oh, you know, you're disqualified right away. Your team's not disqualified, but you're disqualified from this fight, meaning you don't have to (laughs) die, but like uh, Team Krakoa down one point. (laughs) (laughs) But he's just like, oh, thank God I don't have to fight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, the last one we had this week, and I think we can all agree, probably the most disappointing one for a lot of reasons that will become obvious but that was cable number five
1: yeah this i wouldn't even class this as a fucking x of swords part this is just like a cable issue and,
0: and not even and even, even then
1: that. it's not even that
0: we we couldn't tell a story about him getting his magic space knight sword because literally that was the first four issues of his book
1: again again i said in my review why didn't they just like because they knew obviously when they were writing that x of swords was coming out why didn't they just Mm -hmm. change it around so that became his x of swords part
0: (laughs) doesn't make much sense at all and then it's like okay well we're going to learn a lot about uh the peak this you know derelict sword facility that apparently saturnine and erico wanted the mutants to find and yeah we get a lot of questions but not a lot of answers apparently the crew was killed by a group of aliens who are sentient diseases and they have a big portal basically a stargate not unlike the ones the mutants use but no one asks any questions or finds any useful information in this story
1: yeah they start up the 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 sword tower they learn that there's a gate and that's it and then the the whole thing is like oh they're coming through the gate what do we do oh Cable just needs to pull his sword out. You would have yeah. thought they would have done something where like he goes to pull the sword out but can't, and he has to fight mm. without the sword first and then then or get it like then get it back or like learn to use its power or something. Because he doesn't seem to really understand how the sword works.
0: No, yeah, that was a thing right at the very end where he's like, oh, I don't know my odds because I've only had this sword for like a couple (laughs) days, basically, and it has all these powers I don't know yet how to use, and I'm mostly a gun guy, (laughs) you know, will, will I be able to pull my weight?
1: Yeah. I, again, I said they should have done the story where like he gets the sword. He's he's trying to figure out like its power because he knows it's got power. And then the Space Knights of Galador come for him, and he has to like mm-hmm. use the sword and its power to defend himself. And then doing so learns how to wield it.
0: Yeah. This uh, this one really felt like a lot of nothing. I agree. Yeah. Shame, shame, because you know Duggan can do so much better. And I'm like, hey, but Duggan wrote that awesome Marauders book with Storm. No, he didn't actually. No. <laughs> which is a real bummer that this is the weak link <laughs> in the series so far uh we get three more next week we get x-men and uh x of swords not creation but like another one that's like uh part 11 and that officially marks the halfway point
1: Yeah, stasis stasis,
0: stasis thank you yeah creation stasis and whatever the other one is mm-hmm but uh, yeah, we get three more next week. So all in all, uh, a lot of highs and lows this week. The highs were really high and the lows were really low. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was all over the place.
0: Yeah, most uh, most definitely. I wonder what the next one is going to be because after this week, we're officially five for 10. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see a couple more people uh, get their swords and get their shit together.
1: Yeah, I, I think like, yeah, by issue 11, everyone will have their swords.
0: Yeah, yeah is that is the cerebro sword one of the swords too
1: i want to i have to be have to
0: be or uh, is that too
1: obvious
0: (laughs) yeah because zeno and the russian guys got it yeah and i'm like okay well that was really probably something that what is it that x-force should deal with but we've already done x-force for the month
1: yeah well maybe maybe we'll get that again or what one what books haven't we got well we've got x-men coming out this week i think Uh, what, what were the other ones coming out this week
0: uh yeah
1: good question here i've got my list here hold on oh wait yeah, no i don't have my crazy. list
0: <laughs> take your
1: time i know it's i know x-men's coming out and i think that's just probably just going to be like an, an x of swords event because i don't Centric think one yeah i don't think there's going to be an actual sword in that book it's going to be probably dealing with apocalypse him dying mm. and all yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah. stuff
0: also too uh we're still like three sword bearers uh shy of whatever, uh, what is it, whatever the bad guys on their team are going to be, as we mentioned mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm i thinking their special tenth, their special ringer is that Saturnine herself is going to get in on it.
1: Ooh, ooh, I could see oh, yeah,
0: Exc- Excalibur too, as the chat said, yeah, that's another one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah the cerebro sword excalibur yeah those are all ones we haven't seen yet that are probably going to be important
1: i know there was the x of x of swords handbook that came out this week and i briefly looked at it and it's just like a primer like just tells mm-hmm. you like this is what this mutant is and all that sort of stuff but i don't think it, it, it alluded to like which swords are which like who's right, yeah. getting which sword
0: also too is are all these like background information we're getting on all the other places in other world is that going to pay off or is this just extra information <laughs> hickman wanted to put I, in
1: there? again it feels like a lot of the issues is like some of the stuff i don't really even read because it's it's just that it's just like supplementary like Material. like law law world building stuff that isn't really going to go into play
0: like like i definitely checked it out in the first couple issues and then i'm like okay mm-hmm. the hot hive is any of this going to be important no okay no <laughs> just just check in uh all right i had i had basically one or two more depending on how you cut it what about you matt
1: yeah i had what i have i had like three more
0: all right uh did you read detective comics
1: i did we put the video out at the same time
0: (laughs) ah it's funny when we do that again matt and i don't like talk about that sometimes it just happens (laughs) uh yeah so this is like a special one shot issue that kind of like uh bridges the gap between a uh, joker war and the next big story that's going to be about hush and robin coming back to gotham and everything else
1: yeah yeah and it was it was pretty cool it was, it was yeah. cool seeing batman just do his detective stuff as he mm-hmm. he digs into these these corrupt cops and, and this supposed spectral mounted police officer
0: <laughs> yeah this is this is very back to basics detective story and i really appreciate it because it's like <laughs> hey you can still do one and done detective stories and again it's very very topical and very timely and that it's basically yeah, it's batman versus a bunch of dirty cops who are seemingly being killed by a ghost a a maniac cop if you will yeah
1: he's kind of literally dressed like maniac cop a little bit
0: a <laughs> little, little bit there only to find out that oh this is part of a deeper more complex conspiracy uh, what i was shocked by is like you know bullock made a big deal in uh joker war by throwing down his badge and saying he quit but now he's just back
1: yeah he's just and it's not really even like like batman mentions it once that oh he's glad yeah. to see bullock back but like it's not mentioned why he's back he's not being like pressured into it or anything or or anything yeah i i maybe just just don't know what to do <laughs> just be like oh, we will put him in there i guess
0: I, I was actually really looking forward to the uh what is it harvey bullock as private eye again
1: yeah that would have been really cool
0: because they've done it before and now would be a perfect time for harvey to be like no i'm quitting the gcpd in disgust because i'm tired of all the corruption and all the glad handing and everything else and i'm going off on my own to you know actually do you know law and order and justice the way it's supposed to be you know what i think the problem is they're not ready to bring jim back yet
1: they're not ready to bring jim back and at the time like this book is it's like the middle of like death metal we're getting future state coming up they probably didn't want to put someone new in
0: no no they probably they need that space also too it's funny it's been like how long since the infected story and they're like why is jim still gone well he was infected but he's not in the back book now but they can't think of a good reason to bring him back yet. yeah i still
1: have i have people asking me like well what where's jim and like yeah he got infected and they just don't have he's like recovering but then he's in the back book and he seems fine
0: yeah they just they just kind of forgot about it much like they just forgot about the infected story yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of messed up. Because it's like, did Jim even do anything that bad when he was infected? That it's like, Not oh, he really. shaved himself.
1: No. Not really. I, I guess, like, it was just him himself just deciding, like, i got to give, give it. Because I, I I was, like, aware of what I was doing sort of thing.
0: Yeah, like, he attacked Batman once. Which, again, looking back on it, it's like, god damn, what a missed opportunity. You turned Jim Gordon into a villain and didn't do anything with it.
1: Yeah. Again, maybe they were too scared or, like, had too many... uh like you can't do this you can't do this can't do this with him sort of thing because it's jim gordon
0: (laughs) yeah they well they clearly had too many pokers in the fire which is a problem yeah yeah but uh yeah so this detective comics run pretty cool i i won't spoil the ending for you because that's like half the mystery and uh the big stinger at the end which is leading us into the next big story is that uh a former cop a hero cop uh named nakano is going to be running for mayor but he's running for mayor on a very very strict uh anti-vigilante ticket
1: mm, I, I, and it's it's cool because that guy was in the joker war special he does yes. it, you see him get wounded and why he's got the eye patch and whatnot um, Absolutely. But yeah, the, this the the ending seems it's like comes out at a really really strange and convenient time in that we've got the future state stuff which is apparently mm-hmm. Gotham being ruled by a a, a a a government that is is strict on yeah. vigilantes and stuff and now we've got this guy running for mayor who is strict on vigilantes
0: man if they do actually connect that i will give them a round of applause because i'm like these are two things that feel like they're related but might not be related yeah. but if they end up being related it's pretty good
1: yeah just convenient timing is all
0: someone actually had an interesting pitch too they're like hey what if nakano is ghost maker
1: see i could see that but then like we got the mention that like he they trained know each with other. bruce and whatnot so bruce should be like mention him like be like hey i know that guy
0: then then again they are fighting hush and what's hush's deal he changes people's faces that's true that's true (laughs) if that actually does being the thing again i'll be like this is pretty fucking cool actually (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so this this was just a good and good one and done story in a day and age when we don't get good done and ones anymore Mm. what uh what else did you have matt if you just wanted to lightning round through them as we are almost at an hour 30 already i had
1: i had rorschach issue one
0: okay see i had this in my hand and if there wasn't three x-men books this week i probably would have covered it but i'm just like no no tom king you ain't gonna trick me again tom king i ain't going down this road that being said seriously tom king is actually very well suited to write rorschach a weirdo with a speech impediment who we're not actually supposed
1: to like (laughs) and yeah it it it's it's great yeah i i enjoyed this issue um i'm hoping it doesn't fall into the tom king isms in that mm-hmm. like me and me and kurt talked about and how I heard that, it took yeah. it, it it was a good first issue but we're hoping it doesn't like fall into like what his strange adventures book does where he, he indulges himself a little bit too much and like mm-hmm. his batman run sort of stuff um but yeah this uh, the, the the book opens with Rorschach just being gunned down at a uh, at a presidential election. Um, very well, very timely, very on. fucking <laughs> timely. Gets gunned down by the the president elect's uh, secret service agents. Um, and this guy, we, we're never given a name to this detective, so it's it's kind of cool because then we can put ourselves in the shoes mm. of this guy. Um, this guy is hired by like the campaign to sort of look into it because it's it's not rorschach it's not walter Kovacs because he died no 30 years ago because this takes place in 2020 in the
0: present yeah
1: um uh so it can't possibly be him so that he ends up looking into it and he ends up finding it's this uh old guy it's this guy who's like older than 80 yet he had he had like the strength and whatnot of like a 20 year old Mm -hmm. and we find out that this guy was a comic book writer uh, oh shit! Uh, and he's very, very much influenced by like Steve Ditko and Alan Moore. He was like a recluse, shut All in after right. he made like his big, his big, you know, comic that got really popular and movies being that made about sense. it and whatnot.
0: Is is he too a card carrying objectivist like Steve Ditko?
1: <laughs> a little bit, yes.
0: <laughs> um because um Which actually that makes perfect sense too, because Ditko, uh what is it, invented the question and mm-hmm. the question is based on Rorschach.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, no, we'll, or we'll the learn... other way around Rorschach is the uh, question. the rorschach had a partner as well and he they're investigating who this woman is and how they hooked up because there's no like link between this woman and this old writer Mm. and we find out that there's some weird thing it it gets really fucking meta because he he was involved in like this weird occult thing where like him frank miller uh (laughs) otto schmidt uh who was the other guy uh, so one of some other sci-fi writer uh, was like we're like trying to like contact the dead <laughs> uh-huh. and they found like recordings on on the body and it doesn't make any sense to any of these people and they're like what the fuck is this, this guy's fucking a loon like what the fuck is he dressing up as brorschach doing and what was he doing at this presidential election they don't mm-hmm. know why but the guy keeps looking into it and he ends up talking with, like, an old contact who um, collects, like, weird Watchmen stuff. And um, the guy ended up getting, um, before Sing Sing burnt down, he actually ended up getting a copy of uh, Walter's fingerprints as, like, part of his collection. And the mm. guy just happened just, like, on a hunch, compared them to this old guy's, and they matched perfectly. Huh. So there's some, some fuckery happening. <laughs>
0: All right, you've you've sold me on this one. All right,
1: and apparently this is in the continuity of the TV show because they mention Oklahoma. Oh, really? Yeah, which is really strange because I I don't consider the TV show canon. I consider like this to be canon to the the Watchmen because it's again a comic.
0: Yeah, yeah. It,
1: much like how Doomsday Clock is a sequel to Watchmen because it's a comic. It's the same right. medium. But yeah, it's apparently like a can like. Sort of continuity, sort of in that continuity, hmm. apparently.
0: You know, I still haven't watched the Watchmen show. I said it before, some dickhead got really pushy with me on Twitter for not seeing, like, okay, fine, fuck you, I'm never gonna watch it
1: then. Yeah, I, I watched it, it was, was alright. Like, it got much better as it went along, but yeah, I, I saw people you know the bullying people into seeing it
0: that's that's what i heard that like it ends much stronger than it starts and it's mm-hmm. like well that's good and my thing too is i'm like no i'm not going to get invested in this if it's going to become a series but then they're like no it might actually just be a one season wonder i'm like well okay then that actually makes me want to see it more because you actually stuck uh what is it to your creative guns mm-hmm. yeah well all right you tell you what man you've done more to actually sell me on maybe reading (laughs) this than uh what is it than any of the uh, promotion for this
1: again it could well in the promotions again that's weird they kept calling fucking rorschach a superhero yeah have you read have you read he's the furthest thing from. he is like he's a god i had a person in my comments like wondering why i kept uh, like because i mentioned that like rorschach is quite like an incel and he's quite homophobic mm, the and, original and, incel. and 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 all that sort of stuff and they're like why is he he's he's more like batman and i'm like no <laughs> no I mean, he's
0: all he's all the worst stuff about batman turned up a hundred degrees like you are not supposed to like Rorschach. No, not there at is all basically nothing redeemable about him not at all and again, which is the total commentary that more is going for on that one, where it's like, oh, if you dressed up like in a costume, people are going to like it. Oh, and you keep proving them right. Yeah.
1: yeah, again, you're not meant... Again, King seems to understand that you're not meant to like Rorschach. Like, he has Rorschach murder a bunch of cops here and everything. and
0: Which which again too, making batman so unlikable give him a character that's actually supposed to be unlikable
1: yeah so i i'm intrigued to see where this book goes again as i said with kurt like it could always just evolve into like what king's book do does and it's like self-indulgent tripe with him you know referencing high school level poems and all that bullshit but i'm intrigued whole dream issues <laughs> yeah i'm intrigued yeah yeah i'm intrigued to see what he does here hopefully he sticks the landing
0: yeah interesting interesting but uh yeah i'll definitely uh have to check that one out because you've probably given me more to uh chew on than a lot mm-hmm uh so was that it or did you have one more
1: uh well, my last one was uh the flash issue 763 right, 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 right. which is the beginning of of the new writer taking over kevin shinnick right, we who, don't know
0: how long he's going to be on it but he's going to be on it
1: he's going to be on it for at least a night because this this issue is like the fil- a filler issue that sets up the next arc, which he's going to be writing Right. Um so this this issue is all about flash's flash ring now if the flash ring gets stolen and it gets stolen by the trickster but it gets stolen on the anniversary of his mother's death so oh. so Barry's not too pleased by that um but uh trickster ends up stealing the ring and he, he trickster owns an arcade now because he's realized that swindling people with overpriced <laughs> video games is is pays more than crime does oh that's fun
0: it'll have to be a barcade too because no one just <laughs> opens a regular arcade anymore in this economy
1: <laughs> um but yeah he goes there and he, he actually ends up um a little bit who's that villain in in this in Spencer's spider-man round that owns that like betting casino
0: oh uh chance
1: chance a bit like that because like it's not just a casino it's not just a uh, arcade it's got like people betting on things and the one the things they bet on are like um flash ends up saving what he finds out is just like a just like a mannequin but he thought it was a real woman and people thought he wasn't going to save that but he ended up saving it. and they bet on stuff like does flash's suit make him sweat and just like <laughs> all just random shit
0: Good um, question.
1: and he's got the flash's ring and he's on un- trickster is under the impression that the flash's ring is something that gives him his powers or like is it helps his powers in some way because um he, he studied the ring and realized that it's just not made of gold there's like a special alloy in there it there always and um f- flash ends up uh f- fighting uh riddler Toy Man uh who's a clue master and prank prankster yeah yeah they all get involved in this and he ends up trying to like figure out because one of them has the ring and he doesn't know which one but flash soon figures out that it's just a shell game and none of them were real because Mm. uh was able to implant a a like virtual reality camera onto his into his mask when they fought at the beginning and made him see all these people that were just being controlled by people in the arcade playing video games
0: oh well that's a clever concept
1: um so yeah, trickster's got the ring and and flash like goads him into pressing the button on the side to like activate it and um trickster does and what trickster doesn't realize is that like for the flash getting the suit on is nothing but for a normal human being the suit exits the ring with the force of nine airbags <laughs> so it ends up knocking him out cold <laughs>
0: oh that's that's canon now everybody yeah
1: so flash gets his ring back and throws throws uh trickster back in the newly rebuilt iron heights and we get a really cool thing at the end where flash talks about talks to iris about the ring because she she's wondering like well why why are you so obsessed with the ring you could just like make another one And he's like i can't because everyone thinks that the special alloy that I used to like ground myself in the Speed Force. Is what's important, but it's not. It's the actual gold because the gold is forged from his mother and father's wedding ring. Oh, like yes. And guess, every time good. he puts it on, it's it's him uh, remembering why he puts it on, why he puts oh. on the costume and the ring, oh, and nice. and then we get a, a little bit of a tease for Doctor Alchemy, who's going to be the next. Next big villain. Oh, I yeah, guess they
0: haven't used Doctor Alchemy in a bit. No, I don't.
1: I don't think um, Williamson used him at all in, in well, his entire fun. 101 issue run.
0: Which has got to be something for the next writer. Where it's like, okay, he touched everything in this previous run. You got to do yeah. something he hasn't done yet. Yeah.
1: Well, one thing I really enjoyed about this is that it felt like like no writer changed. Like it just oh, felt well, felt like more of the same, which isn't bad. It it, it still sounded the same. It wasn't some like gross uh like characterization of a character or anything it was it was great i really enjoyed
0: transitional issue
1: yeah yeah it's great
0: you like to hear that well that's good so i suppose with that we can start winding the show down uh some big announcements uh next saturday uh the 24th Uh, I will actually be taking part uh, in a fun Dungeons and Dragons stream at the Baltimore Comic-Con. I'll be getting to play Dungeons and Dragons with Jim Zub and a bunch of other really cool comic writers and people you probably know. So be sure to check that out. We're on after the Ringo Awards, I do believe.
1: That's a cool name for a award show.
0: (laughs) I know, yeah. I'm I'm putting that all together right now. I I think they blocked us out two hours, so I think I'll be able to run them through a whole campaign. Uh, Big thanks to Sal uh, from comic Pop for recommending me. For that one, because he knew I DM'd. Uh, don't worry, we're still doing capes and quests on the Thursday, because that's also <laughs> part of my big plan to get more eyes on my own D D show and also promote the other one. <laughs> uh, actually, we were supposed to talk to Christopher Cantwell too on the show, but that ended up falling
1: through. So, oops. Yeah, that was well. that big. That was the big one. I think we teased last week
0: yes yes that was the thing we were supposed to do last week that ended up not happening oh well we still might have him in the future uh but yeah any anything else to talk about matt anything to promote
1: uh no i don't think so keep an eye out on my channel for comic reviews we've got some big ones coming out next week batman issue 101 stuff uh robin uh, a prayer robin prince all that sort of stuff
0: yeah 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 yeah. obviously we got more of that x sword stuff coming down the pipeline (laughs) so be sure to keep an eye open for that and, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Oh, also, I forgot to update last week's episode over on SoundCloud. I will do that now so you can get episode 209 on uh, SoundCloud and iTunes and everything else. In fact, I should probably do that when I'm done here. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, and thank you, the one fan who always asks me, like, hey, you going to upload the audio version? Oh, yeah, shit, I forgot. <laughs> I I get busy sometimes, man. I'm a one-time, I'm a one-person operation. This is why I need an assistant. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll be back again next time. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.